Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. On this podcast over the last 40 episodes, we've looked at some of the funniest and most ridiculous crimes ever committed. We've also talked about many smooth criminals who were completely responsible for their undoing. In our episode today, we are looking at possibly the dumbest criminals of all time. We're looking at criminals who well and truly suit all of these sayings. Not the sharpest tool in the shed, not the sharpest knife in the drawer, a picnic short of a sandwich, dumb as a bag of hammers, the lights are on but no one's home, dumb as a box of rocks, couldn't pour piss out of a boot with instructions written on the heel, elevator doesn't go to the top floor, buttons are working but the power is out, hamster has died but the wheel is still spinning, he's only rowing with one oar, she's not playing with a full deck, a few fries short of a happy meal, not the brightest crayon in the box, antennas up but there's no reception, as sharp as a sack of wet mice, as useless as an ashtray on a motorbike, a pocket on a singlet, a screen door on a submarine, a few prawns short of a galaxy, what the fuck, couldn't organise an orgy in a brothel, doesn't know his ass from his elbow, couldn't organise a piss up at a brewery, buckle up groovers, we're in for quite a ride, I'm Tori Hodgman and welcome to the Smooth Criminal Podcast. Leaving any evidence at the scene of a crime will almost guarantee your capture and conviction. But what if you're so dumb the identifying evidence you leave behind is literally your identification? And even funnier, you'd be amazed at how many people have done just that. Like Daniel Raines of Pennsylvania, who decided to rob a bank but not before asking the teller he wanted to open an account. The teller asked him for his driver's licence, which he handed over right before he said... I don't actually want to open an account. This is a hold-up. Give me all the cash in the till. The teller handed over the cash from the drawer and Reigns fled the scene in a getaway car. But he didn't actually get very far at all because only two blocks away from the bank, he slammed the car into a parked car on the side of the road. Reigns then took off on foot, leaving the car behind. But of course, the teller at the bank simply handed over his licence to the cops and he was arrested a few hours later and charged. And if you think Reigns was the only bungling bank robber to be so idiotic, you'd be wrong. Nathan Wayne Pugh of Dallas, Texas, was also asked by a teller for two forms of identification before she could hand any money over to him. And Pugh happily did so, making his capture and arrest all the more easier. Still in a bank, this time in Cleveland, Ohio, Michael Harrell, aged 54, attempted to rob a bank by handing a note to the teller, demanding she hand over cash. The teller obliged, and after Harrell had left the bank with an undisclosed sum, the teller turned over the note to see that he'd scribbled it on the back of his motor vehicle registration slip, which included all of his information, including his full name and his home address. Harrell was taken into custody a couple of days later and one of the FBI agents involved said, when you present a note that has your name already on it and the address, it helps law enforcement tremendously. Sure does. You're a loser. Loser. And still in Ohio back in 2018, another idiotic bank robber had demanded cash from a teller but rather than leave with the loot, asked for more money. 
The quick thinking teller said to give him any more cash, they'd need a license from him to activate the machine. So what did this fuckwit do? Well, he handed over his license, of course, and that information was passed straight on to the police who charged him with robbery with a deadly weapon. Clearly, the deadly weapon wasn't his IQ. Now to Germany, where another fool attempted to break the lock on the door of his neighbour's apartment by using his bank card. Whilst rattling the door and trying to break in, the neighbour woke up and hearing noise from inside the apartment, the twit twisted the card too quickly, snapping it in half and leaving the piece containing his name and account details stuck in the door. Again, not too hard to track this smooth criminal down and when police attended at his apartment, there they found the missing half of the card on his kitchen table. The other half had already been retrieved from the neighbour's apartment and put into evidence as Exhibit 1. And in Plymouth in England, Mark Doab, aged 32, attempted to steal tobacco from a shop but stupidly left his bank card behind before fleeing. Police records showed that Doab was not only a notorious petty criminal but was also notorious for leaving all manner of things behind at the scenes of his crimes, including on one occasion his mobile phone and on another his wallet. On this occasion, Doab asked the shop assistant for tobacco that totaled more than £100. He put his card in the FPOS machine and then snatched the tobacco and ran out of the shop, but he left his card behind. Doab, a heroin addict of no fixed address, was handed a 12-month community order with a six-month drug rehabilitation requirement and a curfew he had to follow every day for two months. Still in the United Kingdom, where a drunk driver took on the cops in a car chase after they tried to pull him over for driving recklessly, including driving down residential roads at sometimes 50 miles an hour over the limit, and that included literally flying over speed bumps. One tiny detail the driver might have forgotten? He had a personalised licence plate on his Audi A5 convertible. So the cops punched that into their database and up came all of the details of this brazen and very stupid offender. Even his barrister said in court that his client was an idiot. And police in Albuquerque, New Mexico, couldn't believe it when 40-year-old Matthew Crowder stole from a local consignment store right after handing the clerk his business card with all of his contact details printed on it. Crowder had handed the clerk his business card because he was hoping she'd agree to go on a date with him, but before leaving, decided to rob the store of several items, including, and you really couldn't write this shit, a pearl necklace. (laughs) According to Albuquerque Police Department's public information officer, Simon Drobik, who appeared on a local TV station, this guy's a goofball, I can't believe it. Well, I guess I can believe it. Some guys are really just very dumb. And two more jewellery thieves, David Zaskowski and Megan O'Hara, had signed the guest book in a South Florida... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Did someone say Florida? So yes, these two twits had signed their names and phone numbers in a guest book at a Florida art gallery right before stealing about six grand worth of jewellery. Naturally, the police tracked them down very quickly and they were arrested and charged. And still in Florida... 
One Terry Smith of Port Orange made a massive mistake when after trying to rob a taxi, he left his wallet after running off into the dark. Well played, Terry. Well played. And in Niagara Falls, another bumbling idiot made the mistake of leaving his driver's license with a Walgreens store attendant who was checking his age when he tried to purchase a carton of Siggy's. He grabbed the carton and fled the store, leaving his license behind. And according to the reports, this smooth criminal was literally arrested only minutes later. Looking back on researching this topic, it still blows my mind how stupid so many people can actually be. And if you thought the stories we've already covered were bad, brace yourselves, groovers, it's going to get a whole lot worse. So far, we've had cases where driver's licenses, bank cards, motor vehicle slips with their info on it, wallets, business cards, and even personalised license plates have led to easy identification of criminal offenders. But what bit of ID would be the most ridiculous to leave at the scene of a crime? If you're thinking birth certificate, well, so are we. Surely no one would be dumb enough to do that, right? Well... 26-year-old Zachary Tentoni of Boston was stupid enough to do that after mugging a woman and snatching 40 bucks from her. He must have been in such a hurry to escape that he left behind two bags he'd been carrying, one of which contained his birth certificate, and to make matters worse and way more embarrassing, it also included a note from his mum as well. Naturally, Tentoni was caught and charged with assault and robbery. And Australia, we're not getting off lightly in this episode either. Seems we also have a smooth criminal who left not only his birth certificate, but also a phone full of selfies, tax documents and a court charge sheet for another offence, all at the scene of the crime when he tried to steal a car, presumably to use as a getaway vehicle. Kyan Talty, aged 19, had broken into a house and stolen numerous items and then decided to try and steal a car. But when he heard police sirens, he left the scene on foot, leaving all of his belongings, as well as the stolen goods, in the car. Not surprisingly, Talty pleaded guilty to burglary and unlawful use of a motor vehicle, with police prosecutor Natalie Keyes describing his actions as extremely brazen and incredibly stupid. Couldn't have said it better myself. And wait, there's more. And no, it's not a knife that can cut through a shoe. We heard earlier of the dude who left his business card at the scene of a crime in the hope he'd get a date with a shop assistant. And in another case, in the pursuit of love, in Scotland, a young man by the name of Aaron Morrison had been chatting up a girl behind the counter of a bottle shop, also known as a liquor store, and after some time flirting had written his name and number on a piece of paper. Stupidly, Morrison then went on to shoplift a bottle of vodka and after leaving the store, the girl simply called the cops and gave them all of his details, leading to the prompt arrest of the young Lothario. You suck! Now, if you think we've run out of next-level idiots, you'd be wrong. And these two are so good, we left them till the end. Firstly, introducing Christopher Cron, who was busily robbing a restaurant after it had closed for the evening. In doing so, Cron tripped the silent alarm, and when security called to check why it had been tripped, Cron not only answered the call, but also gave them his real name. 
Despite this, Cron wasn't arrested until the following day, when for some stupid reason he went back to the restaurant and an employee recognised him from the video surveillance footage, called the cops and a short time later Cron was arrested on the spot. And lastly, this dickhead. For some reason, Aaron Evans of England decided when it was time for him to get a tattoo, he would have his name and birth date tattooed on the back of his neck. Which is probably fine, even though it's a bit odd, unless you plan on becoming a criminal. But either Evans forgot his ID was inked on his skin or he simply didn't care when he tried to steal a car back in 2008 and his tattoo was clearly captured on CCTV footage leading to his rapid arrest. You're a loser. So that's it for another episode of Smooth Criminal. You can find the podcast on all fabulous podcasting platforms on Facebook, Twitter, and even on our website at acast.com. Please rate and review and share with your friends. And if you have any suggestions for future shows, you can always shoot us an email at smoothcriminalchannel at gmail.com. So that's it for another week. And remember, don't get hit by, don't get struck by a smooth criminal. Or even a really fucking stupid one. Bye for now.